Kafav Shvat, Tzadik, his life. 274. On the subject of healing in medicine, the Rebbe said that the chapter of healing in the Alphabet book, Sefer Amidot, originally contained all the cures in the world. There was not a single illness whose cure was not included. However, he did not want this copied and burned it. 201. 75. The Aleph Bet book, Sefer Amidot, Dahat B1 states, Know that all the worlds and every creature have their own unique form. Thus the form of the lion differs from that of the sheep, etc. All the differences are alluded to in the form of the Hebrew letters and their combinations. One who succeeds in understanding the Torah can understand the significance of all the differences between the various creatures. I feel this teaching relates to a conversation I heard from the Rebbe before Shabbat Hanukkah 5565, 1804, about the different creatures in the world. He said that the forms and shapes of every human being are all included in the word Adam, man, where it appears in the Torah, Genesis 1.26. As soon as God said the word Adam, he included every human likeness in it. The same applies to the words behema, animal, and chaya, beast, in the account of creation. Those words contain the forms of all animals and beasts. The same applies to other creatures. The Rebbe spoke about this at length and said that there are categories of wisdom, even in this world, on which one can subsist without any other food or drink. The Rebbe spoke at length about it, but it was not written down. 202. 76. The same passage in Sefer Amidot, the Alphabet book, ends by saying that one who succeeds in understanding the Torah will also know the unity of all creatures, their beginning and end, for in their beginning and end they are a unity with no distinctions. It could be that the Rebbe had the same idea in mind in the lesson in Likutei Moharan 2, 39. Come and see the works of God. Each thing has a beginning and ultimate end. It may be that he meant here that one has to succeed in understanding how in the beginning and ultimate end all things are a unity without distinctions. At the time I first heard this lesson from him, I was not able to understand it well. When the Rebbe saw my written version, he said that in this lesson I had not understood his meaning. He said, this is not what I said, this is not even what I meant to say. It could be that his meaning was what I have written here, which I did not include in my version. This would be why he said of the written version that I have not understood his meaning. His Wisdom, 71 The Zohar states that repentance does not help for immorality, and particularly for one who spills his seed for naught. The Rebbe said that this is not true, for repentance helps for all sins. He also said that he was the only one who truly understood that saying in the Zohar. For repentance truly helps no matter how much a person has sinned. True repentance involves never repeating the sin, as discussed in the Rebbe's works. You must go through the same situation in which you sinned, but now have pity on yourself and not repeat the sin. Then you will have broken the evil inclination and have repented. 72. You may be influenced by false motives and distracted by many outside thoughts when you pray. 
Ignore them completely. Do your part and say all the prayers in order, ignoring all disturbing thoughts. Do what you must and disregard these thoughts completely. The Rebbe also said that these disturbing thoughts actually benefit our prayers. Without distracting thoughts, prayer would be impossible. Tremendous powers are always at work, attempting to denounce proper prayers. But distracting thoughts serve to disguise our prayers so that they are ignored by outside forces. Then these forces do not denounce the prayers, and they are allowed to enter on high. God knows the real truth. We may have improper motives or be distracted, but in the very depths of our hearts, our sole intent is to serve God. God knows this. When we pray, our innermost thoughts are always directed towards God. God sees this innermost desire. He sees through our outer thoughts and accepts the prayer in love. Honor and Respect A. When you show respect for a person, honor his attendant as well. When dead bodies are exhumed, clearly the Holy One intended to disgrace the living, but an exchange has taken place. Whoever transgresses the instructions of the tzaddik has his prestige diminished. Running after glory brings thoughts of idolatry. An important person need not be disgraced, even though he is wicked. One must show respect for the leader of a country, even if he worships idolatry. The respect a person shows for the Torah saves him from his enemies. The covertness of a miracle is its glory. A person who is disgraced clearly has a penchant for falsehood. L'écoutez moi en one. Lesson number 42. 3. These same spiritual rectifications are also accomplished by making a handsome garment for the tzaddik. 4. The shofar blasts on Rosh Hashanah also bring about a mitigation of strict judgments for the three different types of shofar blasts, Tikiya, Shvarim, and Tua, parallel the three patriarchs, and the mnemonics used for each of the blasts, Kuf for Tkia, Shin for Shvarim, and Taf for Tua. Spell out the word Keshet, rainbow. These three types of blasts also correspond to the three names of God contained in the Shema, Adonai Elohenu Adonai, which contain 14 letters. And the blasts are also identified with the radiant colors. Thus, the 14 letters of the divine names in the Shema correspond to the Yud and the Dalid, whose combined numerical value totals 14, in the divine name Shaddai. While the three patriarchs of the three branches of the initial Shin of the name the letter Shin is formed by three almost vertical lines joined at the base. This, then, is the interpretation of the verse, Shaddai will be your fortress, Job 22.25. Since the word Betzarecha, fortress, can also be construed as in your distress, meaning that the name Shaddai, which alludes to all of the components which are involved in mitigating strict judgments, will be with you in your distress. Zohar 3, 230b to 231a. Likutei Rachot, Hilchot Cheskat Metaltelin, 5. 1. Lesson number 43. Distancing oneself from the words of a wicked person.
Know that the words of a wicked person, who possesses a high level of intelligence, engenders sexual lust in the listener. One must be careful not to listen to such a person's words, because they are contaminated with lust. For as this wicked person speaks, he expels this lust-poisoned breath and air, and the person who listens to his words breathes and inhales this air into his body. Therefore Bilam, who was the ultimate embodiment of extraordinarily keen mental powers and perception on the side of impurity, and he was the counterbalancing mirror image of the holy wisdom of our sages of blessed memory, said on the verse, There never arose a prophet among the Jews like Moses. Among the Jews there did not arise, but among the Gentile nations there did arise a prophet like Moses. This was Bilam. Sifri 34, Zoal 221b. Now Bilam produced this lust-poisoning air in Midian, as it is written, These were the very women of Midian, who were involved in corrupting the children of Israel by the word of Bilam. Bamidbar 31.16 Specifically his words, through the words that were the external manifestation of his mind and thoughts. And when the Jews returned from the war against Midian, it is written, We will bring an offering to God to atone for our souls. Our sages of blessed memory commented here that the commanders felt obliged to bring atonement offerings because, though we escaped from actually sinning, we did not escape from thinking about it. Masechet Shabbat 64a The Burger and the Pauper After the emperor's daughter was taken, the empress mourned and grieved bitterly for her daughter. She berated the emperor, since as a result of his pride, he had lost the young man, and now he had lost their daughter. She was all our fortune and success, she said. Now we have lost her. What do we have left now? She continued berating him very harshly. The emperor also grieved very much for the loss of his daughter. When the empress berated him and troubled him so much, it brought about arguments and strife between them. She said so many evil things to him and angered him so much that he decided to banish her. He appointed judges, and they sentenced her to be banished. She was thus exiled. Soon after this, the emperor fought a battle and was defeated. He blamed it on an error made by one of his generals and exiled him. The next war that the emperor fought also ended in defeat, and the general was also exiled. A number of generals were thus banished. The citizens realized that he was behaving in a bizarre fashion. He had exiled the empress, and now the generals. They considered possibly to reverse the situation, recalling the empress and exiling the emperor. The empress could rule the land. This was accomplished. The emperor was exiled, and the empress was given the throne to rule the land. The empress immediately sent messengers to have the burgher and his wife restored. She brought them into her palace. Outpouring of the Soul 50. Life Force Through prayer, a person also provides support, as it were, to his heavenly Father, by fulfilling the purpose of creation. To the extent that one does this, God also provides him support and livelihood. This is alluded to in the verse, they kept his testimonies, and he gave them a chok. Psalms 99.7 They kept his testimonies denotes prayer, 
through which we give testimony to God's unity. As a result, he gave them a chok, where chok denotes food and livelihood. Maseret Bitzah 16a Through prayer, one can also find one destined spouse. However, when a person prays, extraneous thoughts come and the evil husks surround him, so that he remains in darkness and cannot concentrate on his prayers. The remedy for this is to be careful that the words leave his mouth with truth. Then through the words that leave his mouth with truth, the person is provided with a passage through the darkness in which he is trapped, and he is then worthy of praying well. Letter number 99 I wrote the letter above in my upper room, immediately after I rose from my sleep, and I had not yet been given your letter, which just then arrived. Subsequently, I went to the study hall for afternoon prayers, where Rabarish, the son-in-law of Rab Shmuel, told me all about what was going on with you. I stood there shocked and dumbfounded. I immediately sent for your letter and read it. What can we return to God for all the good he has bestowed upon us? It was really the hand of God that wrote you beforehand, especially since, to judge from your letter, you would like to be here soon. Besides, I do not know with whom I can send this letter, because Rab Nachman Tulchiner does not want to go home right away. In the meantime, do not be afraid or daunted, because God is with you. Give thanks for the past, that he has bestowed every kindness upon you, and petition over the future, that he should bestow every kindness upon you. Ask that you would be able to escape from all suffering, physical, spiritual, and financial, and that you will be worthy to recognize his kindness and wonders that he does for you every day. As we say three times a day, we thank you for your miracles, which are with us every day, for your wonders and your favors at all times, evening, morning, and afternoon. The essence of this is how God has situations develop and turn out for the best and thereby inspires us with good points so that we can merit eternal life. This is the essence of the miracles and wonders that he performs every day and at all times. To a small degree, a person can perceive and vaguely comprehend the way God's wonders and amazing kindness operate. Beyond this, you need to have faith that God is thinking only about our ultimate goal. It is impossible to explain all this in writing. Fortify yourself and remain strong, my son, and bring your soul to joy over God's salvation. Trust God, for he will not abandon you. Everything is for you good. Flee with all your strength from depression and sadness, using all the advice and strategies you have heard from me. You already know that, thank God, we have enough to be happy about with God's help, and plenty to spare through his great kindness, because we saw with our eyes and were able to know about so great a light. The words of your father, nothing the same. Letter 335, with thanks to God, Tuesday Vaira. 5601, Uman. Come and look upon the works of God, to my brothers and comrades, and in particular to my friend whom I love, heart and soul, the illustrious descendant of our holy seed, the distinguished Reb Avram Ber, may he live, along with his children may they live, and to all our comrades, great and small alike. To all of you I call forth greetings and boundless best wishes, 
with a great and mighty love. Look, see, and be astonished. Who would believe our salvation? That we would merit this now, after all the troubles, tribulations, suffering, and relentless persecution which we have endured. And this is especially true of me, poor, impoverished man that I am, despicable in my own eyes, at whom they all gnashed their teeth, and for whom, even now, they have not relinquished their hatred. Now, now, come you, God-blessed, and pay close attention, look and see God's salvation, his kindness and limitless wonders that we have merited now to see with our own eyes. A sample page, engraved in a distant land, of the awesome teachings of our Master, teacher and Rebbe, of blessed memory, to illuminate and reveal truth and faith in the world. Explained there in this Likuteetzot are all the good character traits and how to avoid all the bad ones through amazing, awesome advice and enormous, true encouragement which knows no limits or bounds. How great are God's deeds! If our mouths were filled with song as the sea, if our mouths were filled with song as the sea, it would still be impossible to express. You have done great things, Lord my God. So now receive amidst joy the small page enclosed here. I received two pages like this from there. One I have kept for myself, and the first one I am sending to you, so that your eyes may see God's salvation. Let your eyes see and your hearts rejoice. Just as God has begun to show his kindness and goodness to all of Israel and to us, so may he finish for us. May we merit that this small volume be completed there in peace and tranquility, and that it circulate in the world. May the Rebbe's wellspring spread forth until we soon merit to start and to finish, to start and to finish many more times the Rebbe's holy books, and those which flow from them, until real truth shines in the heart of every single Jew, and the holy promises which the Rebbe made in many different forms will quickly be fulfilled. I have finished and I will finish. Gamalti Veigmo Chayemo Aran 115, 126, and 322. For we still need much salvation and compassion to finish all this and more, and to escape from all our enemies and pursuers. They will return to us, and not we to them. God is our salvation and our hope that we will merit to rejoice in His salvation at all times. I ask you now not to publicize this matter to outsiders. Just keep it among our friends. Carefully hide away the page enclosed here, and caution anyone that you tell about this to keep it a secret, and not reveal it to any outsiders. I am certain that they will realize this on their own. I trust in the goodness of your hearts, and the hearts of those like you, that you will carry out my words on your own, and do even before hearing, by sending money both for my livelihood and for this holy project, which is for the benefit of the wider community for generations to come, forever and for all time. Shemot HaTzadikim Rabbi Yusta, Rabbi Yusta ben Yehuda, Rabbi Yusta Chavra, Rabbi Yusta Baal Matun, Rabbi Yusta Baal Simon, Rabbi Yusta Baal Shunam, Yusta Chayata, Yossi ben Yohezer Ish Tzereda, Yossi ben Yohanan Ish Yerushalayim, Rabbi Yossi HaKohen, Rabbi Yossi HaGalili, Yossi Ben Choni, 
רבי יוסי בן קיסמא, רבי יוסי בן דורמסקית, רבי יוסי בן החוטף אפרתי, רבי יוסי סתם, הוא בן רבי חלפתא, רבי יוסי בן משולם, רבי יוסי ברבי יהודה, רבי יוסי ברבי יהודה איש כבר הבבלי, רבי יוסי הדולגאי, רבי יוסי בן שלום, רבי יוסי בן כיפר, רבי יוסי בן פרידה, רבי יוסי בן פרטה, רבי יוסי בן תדאי, איש טבריה, רבי יוסי דפיקיין, רבי יוסי בן יעקב איש כפר אונו, רבי יוסי בן יעקב, רבי יוסי דכפר חנן, רבי יוסי ברבי אלעזר בן רבי שמעון בר יוחאי, רבי יוסי ברבי שמעון בן לקוניה, רבי יוסי הארוך, רבי יוסי בן זמרה, רבי יוסי בן פטרוס, יוסי מהונאה, רבי יוסי בן פזי, רבי יוסי בר יאסין, רבי יוסי בן שאול, רבי יוסי בן נהוראי, רבי יוסי בן קצרתא, רבי יוסי בן יוסי, רבי יוסי בר אסיאן, רבי יוסי בר אסי, רבי יוסי בן אליקים, רבי יוסי ממלחיה, רבי יוסי בן יהושע, רבי יוסי בר חנינא, שניהם היו, רבי יוסי גלילאה, רבי יוסי ציידנא, רבי יוסי דמין יוקרת, רבי יוסי בר אבין, רבי יוסי בן זבידה, רבי יוסי ברבי בון, רבי יוסי בר ביבי, רבי יוסי איש וצל, רבי יוסי בר אבא, רבי יוסי בר אבאו, רבי יוסי בר זמנה, רבי יוסי בר אשיאן, רבי יוסי איש צייטור, רבי יוסי בר עקביה, רבי יוסי מברקטיה. 1. Prayer 68 and 69 Help us to give a great deal of charity. As a result, may we prosper in our own business dealings. Provide us with our income before we need it. Send us an abundance of holiness, wealth, honor, and life. Master of the world, you know how difficult it is to earn a living nowadays, when the strength of the porter has collapsed. Our lives hang by a thread. We know of no way of earning a living, so we rely on you alone. Whom shall I ask to give me bread and an income with which to take care of many other needs? I turn to you alone, who sustains and supports all creatures, from the greatest beast to the tiniest insect. Have mercy on me and save me. Provide me with a generous income from your full and open hand. May I never need to depend on people's gifts and loans. Help me repay all my debts and never again need to borrow money. Help me quickly rectify the blemish of any dishonesty of which I was ever guilty. May I return everything that I ever stole and restore whatever I took unfairly, by accident or on purpose, against my will or willingly. May I quickly repay any money that I owe due to any monetary dispute, perhaps as a result of a mistake caused by forgetfulness. In regard to any business deal, loan, and the like, that which I remember and that which I have forgotten. Send me an abundant income so that I will be able to repay my debts and restore any money or possessions that I owe. If I am holding on to money that I gained dishonestly, or that I owe, and I myself do not know whom I robbed or whom I owe. Help me spend it on public needs, as you commanded us through your holy sages, so that I will quickly rectify and return all my gains from theft and unpaid debts. Theft is such a grave sin 
that a thief is considered to have robbed the soul of the victim and of the victim's sons and daughters. And he is even considered as though he has had relations with the victim's wife. Overcoming dishonesty and giving charity. Help me rectify the blemishes in my life caused by my possession of any money that I gained dishonestly or that I owe. Help me generously open my hand to give a great deal of charity to many worthy poor people. And when I give charity, may I rectify the blemish caused by my possessions of money that came to me as a result of having coveted someone else's possessions. For that attitude resulted in my gaining those possessions in a manner that is considered dishonest. Sanctification and rescue from enemies. May it be your will that I attain a complete rectification of the covenant of sexual purity and sanctify myself in that which is permitted to me. Rescue me from the lust of marital relations and the lust for money. Give me the ability to completely break these desires. Guard me from evil musings. May my mind be pure of all such mental rubbish. May I overcome all of my enemies, people who hate me and rise up against me for no reason. More than the hairs of my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who would cut me off, my deceitful enemies, have increased. Shall I return to them that which I did not steal? Refuge in Hashem. Master of the world, rescue me from my enemies. May God lift me above those who have risen against me. I have been disgraced. Look upon my shame. See my affliction and my weariness. See how many are my enemies, those who hate me with a cruel hatred. Hashem, how many are my adversaries? How many rise against me? How many say about me, there is no salvation for him from God? Guard my soul and rescue me. May I never be ashamed, for I have taken refuge in you. Save me always from arguments and disputes. Be compassionate and gracious to me. Help me find favor in everyone's eyes. May I be wise in your eyes and in the eyes of man. Hear my words. Help me serve you and fear you. Studying the words of the tzaddikim. Help me to reach the gates of light, wisdom, and knowledge. The tzaddikim opened up these gates in their wondrous goodness by constricting and lowering themselves, clothing their awesome consciousness in numerous garments, which is to say, in the teachings that they reveal to us in their holy and awesome books. Help me study their books all the days of our lives. May I lovingly learn, teach, practice, and actualize every word of their teaching. The Light of the Holy Tefillin Help me put on tefillin in a perfect and beautiful way, taking care of every detail, bearing in mind the deepest meanings associated with them, and gaining access to all the energy of all 613 commandments that are embedded in them. May I do this with great joy. From their supernal root, shine the light of the holy to fill in, and their straps onto me. Then I will rectify the blemishes of dishonesty and the desire for money, and every other blemish of mind, that rectification constituting the entire holy Torah. May I rectify all of this by means of the holiness within my mind, and the holiness that emanates from my mind, which are drawn onto me as a result of my wearing holy and awesome tefillin. Together with this, again, as a result of my wearing holy and awesome tefillin, 
together with their straps. Help me keep this mitzvah perfectly and joyously, in accordance with your beneficent will. Guard me from all sorts of evil thoughts and blemishes of the mind. May I learn Torah in purity, with thoughts that are clean, lucid, and proper, without any unclean admixture that might pollute my mind. Bring our righteous Mashiach. Quickly send us Elijah the prophet with glad tidings. Save us from the mouth of lions. Give joy to all of us, parents and children, quickly in our day. Amen, Kenyatta Tzom.